Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Jack Smith thing, the Hawaii, what's going on in Hawaii, the tragic situation. Actually, the incomprehensible situation going on in Maui. Uh, but I, I once again, I'm distracted by something I just heard on the news. Uh, uh, so Chris Christie, because Donald Trump sort of called him a fat pig, is now saying, hey, why don't you say it to my freaking face? Why don't you show up to the freaking debate, Mr. Big Guy? Mr. Big Diaper Pants there, show on up here, I'll kick your ass. I mean, he basically said, say it to my face. Yeah. If you have any guts, you'd show up and you say know, it to my face. I'm just really tired at this, whether it's Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk or now Trump versus Chris Christie. What is it with all these... Middle-aged guys, except for you, Zuck, uh, wanting to fight, and they're going to kick each other's ass. First off, this does kind of present us with a ready-made talk radio question. If you put that fat pig Chris Christie and Donald Trump in a cage in the Thunderdome, who would win, okay? Forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't think either one of them would win. I think they'd try to slap each other a couple times. Mm -hmm. And then they go to their go to their corners. Uh, I don't know. Point I, being, I think Christie. You think Christie? I could, think Christie takes it. Yeah. Trump's ass. E- I think so. EMS needs to be standing by for e- both well, of those with two. some pads. Yeah. You know, so shock them both back into life there once they their hearts give out. I mean, it'd have to be like a first round thing because I don't think either one of them have the stamina to go more than you know two three minutes at this. Okay, time let's thing. face it. They're both Big Mac eaters. Okay, yeah. they're both people who really, really swallow down the Big Macs, and you're gonna, you know, say it to my face. <laughs> The balance of power on planet Earth hangs in the balance. Maui's on fire. The economy sucks. We got fentanyl and creeps rolling across the border seven days a week. But, hey, say it to my face, I'll kick your ass. You know what I mean? What are we, children here? Are we freaking nine-year-olds at this point? I think it's, I mean, there's a part of it that's really, really funny. You know what I mean? Because Chris... Nobody cares about you. Dude, you're a meatball, and nobody cares about you. You're irrelevant. I didn't say elephant. I could have, but I didn't. Whatever you do, don't call Chris Christie a fat freaking elephant on this show. But come on, man. Say it to my face. That's actually the most interesting thing Chris Christie has said in a long time. Because the rest of it, he's basically just repeating Trump's agenda anyway. They're all running on Trump stuff. While saying Trump's awful and shouldn't be president, and I'm going to kick his ass at the next debate. Bada bing, bada boom. There's going to be two sounds, okay? Me eating a meatball sub and Trump hitting the canvas. You know, it's just, I'm just, I'm done with it, man. It's like, stop. Stop. I'm going to eat okay. a piece of pizza with one hand and slap the taste That's out of your right. mouth with the other. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll have a cannoli going, and uh, I'm still going to kick your ass. So whatever, My man. My favorite part of that story we aired, though, is the guy saying, yeah, let them wrestle it out. I'd like to see them both in singlets. <laughs> in singlets. You're the only one. <laughs> I don't want to see either one of them in singlets. So anyway, uh, moving on, I just I had to get that off my chest. Like, oh, stop. Would you all just yeah. stop? None of you are going to actually fight. All right, it's not actually going to Zuckerberg and Elon aren't going to get in the Thunderdome and duke it out. That's not really going to happen. No. All right, and if and if Donald Trump showed up to that debate, Chris Christie would be shaking in his orthopedic shoes. You know what I mean? Uh, because nobody wants to go up. They, look, you know what? They're happy Trump's not. They, they don't want to go up against Trump in any way, shape, or form. They just want to run against him. So whatever, man. I, I go for it. Two one zero five. Who do you? But let's put it out there, shall we? Who do you think could kick whose ass, Trump or Chris Christie? This is the level of discourse in America at a very, very important moment in our future history. Mm-hmm. These are the questions that we're right. pondering. Two one zero five. Get the tail of the tape. Have them do a weigh in. Do a weigh in. Do a face off. Can you do a face-off with your shirts off, you know, where you pretend like you're going to beat each other up at the presser, you know? Right. Get out of my face. Why are you tripping on me, man? That'd be great. Anyway, uh, 210-599-5555. I I, I, want to start off with the Jack Smith thing. Because, again, if if, I feel I'm being repetitive, but if, if you don't honestly, genuinely, because you're a reasonable thinking human being, aren't fairly convinced at this point that all this legal crap being tossed at Donald Trump 
is really just about derailing his campaign and keeping him out of the Oval Office. You're doing LSD, and you're doing way too much, and it's not working for you. January 2nd. He wants a trial to begin January 2nd, which I'm not a legal mind, you know. I've needed a couple of lawyers on occasion, but I, I, I myself am not... I ain't freaking Matlock here, but Laura Ingram, uh, who who is not a very pleasant person on the air, I don't think she's all that great, but she is a lawyer. She was a a, a Supreme Court-level clerk. She's worked for Supreme Court justices, uh, clerking for them and assisting them. She knows her stuff when it comes to the legal world. And and scheduling a, a major trial to begin on January 2nd, which politically happens right before the Iowa caucuses, is fairly strange. It's strange because what's, and I, I'm not sure of this, but what is January 1st, right? Isn't that, James, is that New Year's Day, January 1st? It still is, Coach. That's what I thought. So you're going to schedule a, a, a major, and I'm, you know, historic level trial against, you know, false charges, frankly, against an ex-president who is currently running for a second, you know, for his second shot at uh, the Oval Office, and you're going to begin that crap the day after New Year's. But there's nothing untoward here. That This is really just about getting to the truth, right? What a bunch of crap. Again, I, I, and I, I, I only do Facebook, but I see a lot of liberal idiots on Facebook uh, doing their little happy dance emojis over the orange man possibly going to jail and how happy, what a great day that'll be for America. And, oh, my God, do you not realize the more this goes on with Trump? Now, politically, yeah, it seems to be helping him. Every time he gets indicted, his numbers go through the roof. But if you are such a moron that you honestly believe all this crap that is going on with Donald Trump is equally beneficial to you as it is to the political idiots who are putting this stuff out there, you are sorely misguided. You, Every American should be, I say this a lot, every American should be disgusted by what's going on. It really shouldn't matter what what your party affiliation is at this point. Because you know what? You're not, you're not exempt from this crap. You're not, by that I mean your guy or your candidate or your president. Because, baby, when it comes down to living in a banana republic like this, at some point it really isn't going to be about party affiliation. It's going to be about who's, uh, quote-unquote, unpleasant. Uh, Who is unpleasant to the system? Who is unpleasant to the government? Who is unpleasant to the swamp? Who's annoying? Who's in the way? Okay, uh, we were talking about this guy that got shot, you know, by the FBI, the 75-year-old dude who could barely walk, and apparently they left his body out there in the middle of the cul-de-sac for a while, which I, you know, I, I increasingly I am starting to buy into this idea that a lot of this stuff is messaging to everybody else. Okay, if they can go after a president, a former president they don't like, well, yeah, they can pretty much go after you or go after any candidate that you support or go after any presidential candidate that you support. It, it, this is bad for everybody. And the fact that more people are choosing not to see it that way not only proves to me how many freaking stupid people there are in this country, but, baby, we are on a bad path, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to bum you out on a Friday, and we'll get funky and weird before the show's over, but Wow. January 2nd. That's great, man. Again, nothing, there's no political invest, uh, motivation behind any of these indictments at all, right? You believe that, right? Well, again, what are you drinking? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Chris Christie, say it to my face. Don't you sort of sort of know that Trump would, like, if he was, you know, in the same room with Chris Christie and Christie laid that trip on him, hey, won't you say it to my face? All right, I'll speak slowly so you don't miss it. 
I think you are a fat pig. You know, I mean, you just know he would. What are you going to do about it, Mr. Tough Guy? Anyway, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Now, just a minute ago, I was talking about how you're going to reach a point where what letter you have after your name really doesn't matter. And what's being set up here, if we're really talking about an all-controlling state, socialism, fascism, whatever word you want to use, in that world, okay, no, your party affiliation ain't going to save you. Now, we have an example of this going on right before our very eyes. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of Woody Harrelson, uh, who arguably is, a, I, I guess now at this point, maybe like Mar, you'd call him libertarian, but he's classically been a fairly liberal guy. Uh, and I'm looking at a, uh, a, a selfie with Cheryl Hines, who was on Curb Your Enthusiasm, also a, an extremely liberal person. Cheryl Hines, if you remember back in the day, was one who uh, hung out with Cheryl Crow, and they were kind of a duo on climate change and environmentalism and a lot of liberal causes. And I'm looking at a selfie of Woody Harrelson and Cheryl Hines, and Woody is wearing a political hat that has the Kennedy name on it. Kennedy 2024. Uh, Cheryl Hines uh, is married uh, to uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, And apparently, I I don't know if Woody Harrelson is absolutely uh, endorsing the campaign of Robert Kennedy Jr., but he's wearing the hat, and he seems pretty happy. And Woody seems to be in an interesting place, like a lot of these... Uh, folks who uh, you know are of the Hollywood liberal entertainment film community who are coming out and speaking the truth and very often to their professional detriment, and they don't seem to care. And I think that's great. I think we need more of that. But again, isn't it, you know, a lot of folks are reacting to this. Uh, some Twitter idiot, Woody Harrelson just canceled himself. Uh, I remember uh, when he did the Saturday, Saturday Night Live live hosting and he was talking about Big Pharma and all that stuff and the vaccines. Another uh, leftist, it's official after his crappy SNL opening monologue about COVID. Now this, Woody Harrelson is dead to me. So ra- not that anybody gives a crap that he's dead to you. I'm sure he doesn't care. But just understand, ro- they hate Robert Kennedy. Currently, they despise a Kennedy. They despise the son of someone who, as far back as I can remember in my life, and I'm going to be 56, was regarded not only as an icon, but as a hero, Robert Kennedy. I mean, RFK, JFK, you know, you didn't talk crap. You didn't even talk about Fat Teddy Kennedy, who was an absolute piece of crap for a lot of years, because he's got the K. Uh, he's he's a Kennedy, and Kennedys used to be for the American left hallowed ground. <laughs> they're 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 turning on a Kennedy right now. Uh, you know, all over the, they hate his guts. I can't believe he he's he's got the balls to run against their the the establishment guy which is Joe Biden. So so wrap your mind around this. The left in this country are turning against a Kennedy in favor of uh, a president who is arguably the very epitome of white privilege, status quo, corruption, racism, Hunter Biden is, again, the very definition himself of privilege and, and of this idea that there are two sets of laws. There's a justice system for you and me, the little people, and there's a whole other justice system that I would be loathe to even call a justice system for people like, uh, like uh, the Bidens and all manner of, uh, of uh, uh, you know, high-end Democrats up the food chain there. And they are so poisoned by their politics at this point that they've turned on a Kennedy. So what the hell do you think they're going to care that you have a D after your name? What the hell do you think they're going to give a crap about uh, any moderate Democrat or moderate progressive right now who would dare to come out and say, hey, we got to do something about the border? 
hey, I'm a little dicey on this COVID thing, and how did it get out of the lab, and what's Fauci got to do with it? Uh, you know, the economy. any reasonable progressive who is looking at crap going down, right, the, the corruption charges against the Biden where the evidence is is overwhelming, and it's not conjecture, it's not subjective, it's right there in front of you. And yet they're going to circle the wagon. They're so poisoned by their own partisanship and politics that they're going to circle the wagons around an, around an absolute piece of crap like Joe Biden and, and try to destroy a member of the Kennedy family and not, you know, not some nephew or some cousin or some, you know, some far off relative, the son of RFK. The son of RFK and anyone who supports him now is the enemy to these people. <laughs> I mean, that how if you're my age, how surreal is that? Let alone if you're older and you remember when the Kennedys were in power. I mean, it's surreal, man. Woody Harrelson is dead to me. Oh, God. I'm sure that's keeping his ass up at night. You know, so I, I first off, I, I, I want to say that I'm. I'm increasingly, uh, uh, how do I put this, uh, uh, respectful or have some respect now for a whole lot of folks from the left community, especially in the arts and entertainment, uh, in, a, in a culture where we already know if your politics ain't right, you ain't going to work, okay? So uh, good on Woody Harrelson, guys like Bill Maher, uh, who's the British guy? I'm still not a huge fan of him uh, just because he talks too fast. Russell Brand is another one who's coming out and is speaking his truth, uh, which is not endearing him uh, to a lot of his own community in the entertainment business. And I think it's badass. I, I th- it's one thing if you're Rob Schneider and you've always kind of been a conservative, you know what I mean? Uh, but when you got folks like Woody Harrelson and Bill Maher coming out and starting to say stuff, that, to me, is an, a very interesting development. So good on Woody, man. 210-599-5555. Good on Woody. That doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Smartphone or a smart speaker? Smart listener, when you stream us. Streaming radio now. This is Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071939. Talking about, uh, you know, Woody Harrelson's now going to get canceled because of his support for RFK Jr. Let's go to Mike, man. We love Mike, our trucker friend. He's always calling us from the road. Where are you at, Mike? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Alabama right now, brother. I'm headed to uh, Georgia. Uh, I'm headed to Georgia right now where Donald Trump seemed to be in a lot of trouble. But you know something? You you want to talk about getting canceled, Sean? Uh, you know I got. I don't know if you heard the good news about the. Uh, maybe you could go over and have to hang out with you about the view. Did you hear that the view is going to be taking off television because of the uh, the writer strike? So you don't have to look at Whoopi Goldberg's ugly face no more and listen to her uh, listen to her USA hating badgering about Donald Trump and hate the U.S. so much. You know maybe. You maybe mean, she'll never get it. Maybe she'll never come back on the air again, and that's a good thing. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll put the view. Maybe they'll put the view in the trash can and keep it there because that's exactly where it belongs. Well, you're right about everything. And Joy Bayar is the one that I can't. Joy Bayar is the one that makes me choke on my cereal in the morning. You know, she's just a complete moron. And yeah, yeah I, like I say, you know, I you know I was glad. You know, a lot of people got on Trump's case about the USA soccer team. I'm glad that they went down too. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm a USA man all the way. Yes, but you I don't are. like people that don't. I don't like people that don't like the USA. And those people wouldn't. Even, a lot of those girls wouldn't even stand up for the national anthem. So the hell with them. You don't like. You don't want to be a part of the USA. You don't want to play for the USA. Go play for the Soviet Union. Go play for North Korea. Right. I agree, man. Yeah, You're I absolutely know, right. Man. These people. What'd you say? I was going to say, as far as the view, isn't it interesting that they're having real difficulties not having writers? What does that tell you? It tells you, I guess a lot of that crap is really scripted. Why would they? It's a commentary show, right? Allegedly, they're just giving their opinions on stuff. The hell would they need? Why would they be in such a bad position without writers? 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. So, like you say, it's obvious that they write the script for those losers. Right. Uh, you know those those liberal hating uh, Americans. So, like I say, the hell with them, and hopefully all of them and enjoy the uh, get the unemployment line because that's exactly <laughs> where they belong. And hopefully they'll put a hopefully they'll replace that show with a good show. Like I said, remember I told you about Don Lemon. That guy's still in the unemployment line, and hopefully he'll stay in the unemployment line. Uh, you know, like I say, you know, you hate the USA so much. Go right. find somewhere else to live. I, and I thank you for taking my call. This thank morning. you, Mike. Man, yeah, be safe out there and have a great weekend, man. Rock on. Let's go. Let's just go through. You got some calls here. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. What are you uh, thinking? Let's talk Maui. Yes. My daughter lives in Kihei. Mm. I have been able to be in touch with her. Lahana yeah. is gone. It, it's it's history, and that was the major tourist area of Maui. Understand Maui's income is 80% tourism. Right. So this is a multifaceted disaster. Her husband runs a dive boat out of Kihei, and that's where they derive most of their income. Well, you've wiped out the major tourist attraction. They're all stressed out because they don't know when they're going to have income coming in again. She's currently safe from the fires. They're up the mountain from her. Good. And she 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 just major stressed, but recovery is going to be uh, as you know eighty percent of their industry is tourism, right? And right. that's gone. With Alana gone, it's gone. I, hotels are gone. You look at the footage, and I was when I came in, Elaine was watching some of the footage. Our executive producer, and uh, uh, when the fires are, there's that one now famous shot down a street where the fire is everywhere. It looks like hell. It looks like what you envision hell would look like. It and the is. devastation is just incomprehensible. It is. I wish I could get her to talk to you, but due to the five-hour yeah. time well, difference, plus it's... the fact the communications are extremely spotty, we were lucky to get a report from her that she was safe. Well, you talking but... to her is the important part. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just a radio right. show, and she's got you know yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. But uh, it's going to take a long time because of the hit, not only of the fire and the destruction of Lahani, the loss of lives, mm. but the loss of the economy for the whole island. And it, it's devastating. It, it's yeah. beyond. Con- again, I, I it's can it's only come up with the word incomprehensible. I, I, I see. I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing when I yeah. see the footage. Well, I remember sitting under that big banyan tree in Lahani a couple of years ago when I went over to visit her. And she's been there for 20 years. And, of course, she's well set. They've never experienced disaster like this in the past. Even hurricanes right. are not as disastrous as this. Is. Yeah, this is complete uh, complete destruction. It, complete destruction. Not, as far as I can tell, not, I mean, my God. You know, I, I I appreciate the call, man, and give your give your daughter our love and and uh, prayers. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. It really is incomprehensible when you see what's happened well, and it, what is happening. It goes back to what we were talking about yesterday that there's not a lot of rich people that live there. Yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta have an entire support system. It's he's right. It's a tourism place. And so, what now, other industry is there? there so now that who do the tourists have to turn to for any shops down there? So now, it, call it eighty percent of their industry. It's about a hundred percent. It's gone. Well, yeah, and no, no one's people aren't going to go there. I mean, it, nope. it, you can't really. I would assume for a long, long time, you're not going to be able to go there, and certainly you're not going to go there for a vacation or the usual stuff. I, I again, it's beyond imagination. And uh, I, I know there's people out there that kind of look down their snoot when people offer prayers and thoughts and all that stuff. Well, you know, forget you, man. Pray for these people. That's the best thing you can do right now is pray for them. 210-599-5555. I'm, I'm in a mood to talk to people today, so Sam and Kent, hang on. We'll, uh, we'll come back in a few minutes on News Talk 550 KTSA. I think that they are smart. Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. Is power. Get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. We're talking to some folks today on the phone. Then tomorrow, uh, next hour, I'll ramble some more about some other stuff. 
It's scratching at my brain. Uh, first, let's go to Kent. Kent, how you doing? Hey, Sean, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's on your brain there? Oh, I heard you and uh, I heard you and Trey talking about man buns earlier. <laughs> man buns. You know, I could actually do a man, a partial man bun right now because I let my hair grow out really long on top. Not because oh, I'm no, trying to do something, but because I'm lazy and I don't feel like getting my hair cut. I could actually pull a man bun up right now. It looked like you something you should floss your that. teeth with, but I could do it. Yeah. You might not want to do that, according to a couple of buddies of mine from Austin. You know what a man bun is? What? That's a saddle horn for his boyfriend. Yo, go. Oh, all right. Hey, man. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thank you. Ooh, yeesh. Let's see. We had uh, droopy wavos on uh, wearing Rima, and then now we've got you know sexualized man buns. Two one zero five. Hey, par for the course. It's my show. What the hell do you expect? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Sam. Sam, how are you? Good morning, Senor Rima Riaga. Hey, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys touched on it earlier on the Jughead show this morning about the um, the Weather Channel, and you know. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Climate boiling and stuff like that. We're boiling now, man. We're freaking boiling, apparently. And all the record temps all over the United States. And you, they want to do away with gas cars. They want to do away with gas stoves. But what they failed to mention was that over 110 years ago, there wasn't very many cars out there. But 110 years ago, the record temperature was 130 Four degrees. Odd that. <laughs> Look, the, the climate thing, and now it's going to go crisis at some point, right? We're we're boiling now, so the next step is to make it a global crisis, and all. No and, you know what I mean? And and that's going to be the next. But the the climate thing is the biggest scam that's ever ever been perpetrated against the human race collectively, as far as I can. Uh, think uh, you know, you, there's very little science backing this crap up, which is why a lot of these. You know, whether it's coming out of the U.N. or it's coming out of the U.K. or it's coming out of here with the Green New Deal, a lot of legislative stuff that you see attached to climate change has absolutely nothing to do with the weather patterns of a, of a 7 billion year old planet. It's, you know I mean, why? why is that, you know? <laughs> because the reason why is because it's National Kool-Aid Day and everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yes, they are. Day. Yes, they are. I got to go. Say, yes, they are. Thank you for the call, sir. Well, you know, what, what? how did this, how did Maui happen? I mean, we, we, we hear some, we, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about, yeah, obviously, uh, whether it's the president or everybody else on the left or whoever, you know, the idiots of the world, it's, it's absolutely climate change, right? This is absolutely uh, the result of climate change, the, the, the wildfires in Maui. I mean, you're, you're already, you're already hearing that crap, Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's what they're saying. But what really caused it? Because to tell you what, if you want to make the argument that we are in a global crisis where, you know, you you need to start clamping down on civil rights and clamping down on, you know, this pesky democracy thing. uh, Well, a, a real winning way to go about that, I guess, would be to point to Maui and say, see, see, this is why we got to shut this stuff down now. I'm just saying uh, I, I, we're hearing a lot of mixed messages as far as why uh, this happened. Jesse Waters uh, made a lot of hay out of this the other night when he's saying, and I, I looked it up too, it's, he's right, that most wildfires on planet Earth are caused by people one way or the other. Uh, there's never, ever, ever been a wildfire of this scale, obviously, on Maui. Uh, so how did it start? You know, uh, and I, I know, I know some of you might be rolling your eyes and always going all Alex Jonesy now, but just doesn't hurt to ask the question, does it? Uh, uh, we we already, I I believe that uh, villains, the villains of this world, whether they be American villain villains, Chinese villains, or whomever, uh, I believe intentionally release COVID on the human race, and I believe they did that to achieve economic and political things. Which, in fact, they did. Uh, so, start a wildfire in Hawaii? Uh, sure, why not? Okay, got to break some eggs. If it achieves something for you, and if you don't think we're not at the crossroads 
of a complete reorganization of power, if you will, uh, political, uh, uh, geopolitical power uh, on planet Earth. You're really not paying attention. And by that, I mean you're really not paying attention to a lot of crap China's been doing over the past few years since it got rid of Trump. You're not paying attention to Russia. You're not paying attention to what's really going on in Ukraine. And I was late to that party, man. The early days of the Ukraine thing, I'm like, yeah, what a bunch of decks, man. Let's let's knock them out of there. Get those Russian, you know, off those awful Russian uh, Russians out of Ukraine. But now, the more I learn about it, and the more I've watched how this thing has progressed with the open ended uh, check writing on our end, uh, on our side of things, you know, chess pieces are lining up, is what I'm saying. And 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 for the people on the one side of the chessboard, sorry, they can use Maui. They can use Maui for a whole lot, man. They're using it right now. A they, fire scientist at the University of Hawaii has said that climate change not only increases the fire risk by driving up temperatures, but also makes stronger hurricanes more likely. Of course. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, as they say, not saying, just saying, or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. But in any event... Uh, I believe there's a whole bunch of people on planet Earth right now that need to be in cages for crimes against humanity. And some of those crimes might be ongoing. All right. Sorry to be such a bummer. I'll try to lighten a load a bit. I'll try to lighten it up a bit when I get back uh, at 10.05. Uh, I, I got uh, a story about a popular baby naming site that uh, tracks the more popular baby names of any given year. And they just published their list of 20 controversial baby names. That's coming up next on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Happy damn Friday, man. I loves me some Friday. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's have some fun this hour. Now, coming up, don't let me forget, James, to talk about the thing I saw on the Hallmark Channel yesterday when I got home. We got to talk about that. <laughs> but first, I th- this is is beyond stupid. I, I don't know if you've if you've ever heard of Nameberry. Nameberry. Nameberry is a very popular baby naming website. They help people name their baby babies. And uh, they've, um, I guess, they're doing something new now where they have ranked the top 20 most controversial names. Now, that are, that are popular names right now that a lot of people are naming their kids. These are grown-ass adults who sit around and come up with this crap. Uh, so let me, let me go through this here. Uh, they have, a lot of people are naming their sons Gunner. My son has a friend named Gunner. I think it's actually a fairly cool name. Gunner. It's kind of cool. Kind of badass. Gunner Bad, according to Name Perry. Uh, and they consider uh, naming your kid Gunner to be a polarizing choice. Quote, the violent connotations of Gunner make it even more polarizing than other dynamic options like Wilder or Maverick. <laughs> Couldn't see that coming that people start naming their kid Maverick, huh? particularly in light of the highly politicized debates surrounding gun legislation in the U.S. Are there gun names uh, to watch? In other words, don't name your little baby Wavy this because you're being a bad person. You're supporting gun violence. By all means, do not name your kid Colt, Cannon, Caliber, Kimber, Remington, Beretta, Trigger, Wesson, or Winchester. Well, frankly, the only people I know who are named Trigger are horses and guitars, okay? I have yet to meet a, hun- a human being named freaking Trigger. But you better not do it anyway, because naming your, your, little, uh, your little baby wavy Trigger might trigger some people. Get it? Wink, wink. Moving along, uh, let's see. Uh, Dixie is obviously problematic to name your daughter Dixie. Uh, it carries a, quote, considerably more checkered history than other Southern Bell-type names, and Southern Bell is in quotes. 
Uh, quote, as a common shorthand for the 11 states that seceded to form the Confederacy during the American Civil War, Dixie carries heavy historical echoes of slavery and racial segregation. I knew a stripper once named Dixie. I didn't get any of that. Let's see. The uh, Also, uh, I'm just going to, this is so funny just to read. Uh, don't name your daughter India. Do not name your kid India. Even if you're from India, you know why? The long history of colonialism and exploitation between India and Great Britain makes it a very divisive choice there. And even in the U.S., the appropriateness of using unconnected geographical names like India, Asia, Malaysia. Who names their kid Malaysia? Or Kenya. Don't name your kid Kenya. Uh, for babies on the basis of their, quote, exotic image, is up for debate. Uh, let's see. Don't name your kid Indian names. Don't do that. Don't name, don't get, don't add indigenous tribal names such as Dakota, Lakota, Cree, Cheyenne, and Cherokee are, quote, similarly controversial. Who in the hell is going to name their kid Cree? I'm just putting it out there. This is little Cree and her sister Blackfoot. Uh, you know, again, these are grown ass adults. Jemima is way out. Don't don't even think about calling her kid Jemima. Uh, in the U.S., the immediate association for many is the Aunt Jemima brand of syrup and pancake mix, which, until as recently as 2021, featured a strongly stereotyped image of a black quote mammy character prominently in its marketing. The products underwent a much-publicized rebrand last year, but unfortunately it'll take a lot longer for the racist stereotype to fade from public consciousness. Uh, you know, we, we've had the Aunt Jemima conversations uh, quite a few times in that uh, the woman who actually portrayed Aunt Jemima was a former slave who ultimately became the first personality marketing uh, or the first person who was used as in a marketing effort for a product uh she uh ended up being one of the wealthiest people in the country she made a lot of money uh she took great pride apparently in uh, uh her her uh brand uh, of the of the pancake mix and the syrup and of course her entire place in history has been erased because other people who also have a problematic name karen uh, didn't like the black chick on the syrup. Uh, in fact, they, they, they mentioned the word Karen. I don't know why this one bothers them so much. Karen is also problematic since it describes a pejorative slang term for an obnoxious, angry, entitled, and often racist middle-aged white woman. Could we add liberal to that description? <laughs> Most Karens I know are actually obnoxious, angry, entitled, racist, middle-aged, white, liberal women. Uh, And uh, anyway, naming your kid Karen is a, quote, deal-breaker, according to these people. What freaking business is it of yours, man? Again, you know, the world's going to hell in the handbasket right now. Things are pretty dicey. And yet there are grown-ass adults, and I submit to you, probably a few of them have college degrees, who sit around. Have you ever noticed that people who who like to point out uh, insulting and offensive and, quote, problematic language for other people tend to be the people, by virtue of doing that, who reinforce and bring back into the consciousness, the social consciousness, names and things and ideas that we had long already forgotten? You know, these are the people that go back uh, a couple of hundred years to figure out the root uh, origins uh, of any given word, and then they point something out to you. Well, in its era, that meant that you hate black people. Even though nobody now thinks of that word, whatever that word may be, in any way, shape, or form like that. But now because some doofus brought it up, now we're all thinking about it. So I, I don't know if you're if you're getting close to naming a baby or whatever, but my God, whatever you do, don't name her Jemima or Dixie. Don't name your kid Gunner because people might die as a result. And you people over there at Nameberry, 
apart from maybe possibly considering renaming your own website, because Nameberry sounds like something you have to go to the free clinic for, all right? Uh, mind your own business. Here's uh, Guillermo. Guillermo, how you doing? Okay, man. I was wondering if Jesus was on the list. Yeah, that's problematic because it sounds a little too much like Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus bad. Lord, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Good don't morning. give any idea. Hey, Zeus, don't call him a Zeus, man. That's a little too Christian, and those people don't like abortions. Holy crap. I, You know, I, I say it all the time. I'm going to say it again. And I am a little over-caffeinated at this point. But, my God, we live in bullcrap times, don't we? And I wish I could say the uh, the real pronunciation there. But I, the, what, what's the old line from Apocalypse Now? The bullcrap is piling up so high these days you need wings to keep above it. It's kind of how I'm starting to feel. I'm just going to, if I were to ever, if I have some grandkids and I have the ability to, like, name them, I'm going I'm to name one queer. You know, I'm going to name another one I hate black people. Or, you know, this is my my, you know I mean? my granddaughter, guilt ridden honky. Guilt ridden. This is my uh, grandson, guilt ridden honky. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, my granddaughter, queer lunch. Uh, she's like to meet you. <laughs> is Adolf still cool? As oh, little Adolf over here. Can we use Adolf? <laughs> and I, actually got, I want to name one granddaughter Jemima and actually make her middle name be Syrup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is Jemima Syrup right over here. You could have twins, Virtue and Signaler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's my personality type that I just have this inner drive to be more offensive. You know what I mean? And when people accuse me of something, I just want to do it more. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I'm that you're, guy. You're, you're a little snot that way. I am snotty. Yeah. I, I'm a very snotty human being. I am reflexively snotty. Right. And I do. I, I want to name. I want to. I want to have a grandkid name him Queer Sandwich. You know, Wait and just see what people. Say. Wait a minute, Queer. We sandwich. have to change Joe Biden's son name because that associates Hunter with guns. Hunter is problematic. Oh my God! Man. I have a son named Hunter. No, that's yeah, bad. So I, I'm I, triggered. Well, I'll call him later. So you got to pick People a new name. Die. The gun violence. Oh, Hunter. We've been calling you Hunter for 23 years, but you have to come up with a new name. We're changing your name now to Coke Snorting A Hole. <laughs> a little more. Appropriate. <laughs> I don't know how he'd fit that on his name tag at work, but it's okay. We'll make it work. His nickname is. You want to talk to my old man? His nickname is Blow. <laughs> Blow. We just call him Blow for short. <laughs> Blow and bump. Here's Ed. God. Ed. How you doing, Ed? Ed. I uh, just fine, Sean. How are you? Pretty good. What are you thinking, man? Um, I don't, I don't know that Whoopi Goldberg's parents were uh, prophetic, but this is amazing. Her real name is Karen. Is really? Shut <laughs> up! It is her real Get name. Is really Karen? Karen? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, Karen Goldberg. That is her whoa, name. and she sort of is a Karen, isn't she? Is he not? I mean, it, it's not. You don't have to be a white person to be a Karen, right? Just I, like you can, uh, you can be black and be a white supremacist. You, she can be black and also be a Karen. Karen Johnson right. is her real name. Karen Johnson is her real name? Where'd the Goldberg come from? Well, she wanted to be in show business. <laughs> she wanted to have an act. She wanted to take her act to the cat skills. She, she, figured she, <laughs> she wanted to have a decent career in Hollywood, uh, so she changed her name from Johnson to Goldberg. Weinstein was already taken. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Thanks, brother. Thanks for the call, man. Well, you know, if, if, if they, they hate Jews. They just love the ones in Hollywood. But if you're an Israeli Jew, they hate your guts. Gold, Johnson Goldberg. That's great. 210-599. I don't have to come up with anything funny today. The news is just funny all, all by itself, man. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. News. Traffic. Weather. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Sorry, sometimes I crack my own damn self up. I keep laughing over Queer Sandwich. Naming my kid Queer Sandwich. <laughs> Grandkid. 210. We're talking about Nameberry. It's a website that names babies, and they put out a list of their most controversial names that are popular right now. And 
It's obnoxious. Here's TJ. TJ, how you doing? Good morning. Hey. Hey, uh, before before you gave me the idea on where to look for names, <clears throat> I used to watch uh, Family Feud for ideas on what to name my goat. And now I know what to <laughs> your, name my your goat. goats. My goats. They, what is they it about Family names. Feud that you thought goat names? Well, because some of these people that come out, they have some really bizarre names, and I'm like, Hmm, <laughs> that one, that's a little long. That would fit. All right, remember where you are. Don't name your goat that. It'll hate you when he's 40. <laughs> Even though he resembles that remark. Oh, wow, man. It's wow. cabrito, not caca. Okay. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> School. Point Jimmy. Point Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yeah. point, point Jimmy, man. That was badass, dude. Two one zero. That was really funny. <laughs> I'm going to say that all weekend. <laughs> I, I, probably, I am too, much to the annoyance of my wife. But it'll be fun. That should be the name of your next book of poems. <laughs> what was it again, Jimmy? It's. Cabrito, not caca. Cabrito. Name my book a poem. Cabrito so, songs. I'm so glad Don said it because now we both can go to the office together. <laughs> well, I don't even know what it means. Does it mean crap? Okay. <laughs> it means poopies. Again, we've been talking about testicles for most of the day, so I'm not really I'm not too worried about it today, all right? Uh-huh. We had droopy huevos all morning and uh, droopy huevos, and now we have... Can we actually? You still have that audio? Can I revisit that just while we're yucking it up here? This just so we understand why I keep mentioning droopy wavos. And was it a <laughs> our executive producer that brought the Elaine yeah, Rodriguez brought, brought to the up, table? Yeah. So three of us are going to the office. So this is a, a video of a guy, a, a TV news guy, and well, it's self-explanatory. Go ahead and play that. Hello, Nate. My grandpa is a big Cowboys fan. Can you wish him, Mister Droopy Webos, happy birthday? <laughs> And the guy just didn't know. He didn't even know. Really didn't pick up on that one. Because if you're going to prank somebody, prank them in a different language that they don't know, and it'll work every time. Wow. Uh, you know, I used to do that to a guy I worked with. Usually. What's that? He was one of those real stiff, he didn't have any sense of humor. Right. You know, he would, he'd come on the air after me. In radio. In really? radio, right. Cause I, <laughs> you know, I was on the morning show where it was just, you know, who knows what the hell was going right, on. Right, right. And this guy would come in, and he was one of those guys. You know, we're all very serious, very serious. Yes. Everything. They're so much fun. Purpose and meaningful. Yeah. So I would do this thing where I would write down fake names for birthdays. Right. And he'd come out and say, yeah, we would like to wish Mr. Pat McGroin a birthday. (laughs) Pat (laughs) McGroin. I would do that once a month. And he'd get so mad at me. (laughs) <laughs> and, they, and, they, and he wouldn't know, and he wouldn't pick up on it at no, some he'd, point. He, you know, he'd say it, and he was he was so so dull, he just couldn't figure out that it was supposed to be a joke. Till somebody would call and say, "You said Pat McGroin." Ah, nah, that's <laughs> funny as hell. Well, you know, yeah. and, and, and uh, we we were talking about this earlier, and uh, people don't pick up on being pranked, or usually, like you say, the people who take themselves right. way too yeah. seriously doesn't realize it's supposed to be fun. And sometimes that's callers. Phil Hendry, who is one of my radio heroes, yeah. was a guy who made a career, and I think elevated the format, the medium to performance art. Oh, absolutely. Where he would pretend to be his own guest. Yeah. And he would have the guests say just the most, outra- most outrageous things mm-hmm. and would, in fact, even say on a regular basis, you know I'm just, I, it's me doing all the voices. Yeah. People would call up, though, and they believed it absolutely, and they'd yeah. be outraged. Get it mad. was brilliant but, radio. But that's the brilliant thing about it, though. And that's, yeah. a, that's something they teach you when you first start doing this, is if you want to do something like that, you create a character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretend it's an actual phone caller. Have them say the outrageous thing. And you're like, I don't know how that got by me. My whole career needed, for about five, ten yeah. years was I played a character on the air called Mondo. Right. And it, it was only sort of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> only the unpleasant parts were actually right. him. Yeah. But the point is, it is theater of the mind. And again, especially, I love prank phone calls. I just, oh, that is too. one thing. Uh, we were talking earlier about, um, oh, what was the, the big show? Uh, Crank Yankers? Crank Yankers was the puppet show, and that was hilarious. Jerky Boys. Jerky Boys, again, elevated the prank call almost to performance art. Mm -hmm. Should I bring my shoes? (laughs) (laughs) 
The other thing is we were talking about TV guys and, and you know, Will Ferrell in the last funny movie he did, uh, you know, that the scene where they start typing stuff into his teleprompter, like blank you Chicago or whatever yeah. the hell it was. Anchorman. Yeah. Anchorman. And he just read it because he doesn't think about what he's reading. Yeah. And we just had this this example of this guy doing it. Right. That, that happens, man, where they oh, just yeah. don't. They're just reading the teleprompter. And again, it tends to be people who take themselves way too seriously. Right. And you can make them say all kinds of stupid oh, and, crap, and, man. And they don't even realize they've said it. No. You until know? like a producer comes up screaming their brains out. Until they see you, you know, until they see somebody like me over in the corner doubled over in laughter. <laughs> well, you know? yeah, right. Exactly. And he did it again. He did it again, man. <laughs> That's funny. 210-599-5555-2105. Do I have time for just one quick call or should I? One, let's take, uh, which one? The first one, you think? Yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm sorry, how do you pronounce your name? Sabian. Sabian. Sabian, how you doing? Hey, all right, all right. Good show. Thank, Thank you. you. What uh, are you thinking? Taking my call. Sure. Uh, yeah, yesterday you talked about Biden, you know, when he comes on television, you know, the music. I thought of one, you know, that, which I always play, that song, uh, Yakety Sax from Benny Hill Show. <laughs> We're talking. And we're talking apparently and, and yesterday or the other day when Biden, where the hell when, when Ducey did the whole jump in the fence question there in New Mexico and there was music yeah. playing in the background, I determined on the air it's the Monty Python theme. And we thought maybe somebody added that in later. But you said Van Camp played it on Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins. Yeah, they had the same clip and it was definitely someone in the building. Was it was playing somebody Monty there Python. playing that. It wasn't added later. I And you're saying the Benny Hill theme for when the president... Definitely, yeah, Hail Sacks. to the Chief should go bye-bye, and either the Monty Python theme should become standard or the Benny Hill theme. Right. I think we have to drop the Hail to the Chief because that's to the indigenous people of the Indians. That's offensive yeah, to yeah. chiefs you know, I, I, and I'm Indian chiefs. That, yeah, I agree. To hey, uh, hey, uh, yeah. All right. Oh, come on. I got to go. I got to go. 210 Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. It's Sean on News. going to get us all killed. News Talk 550 KTSA. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm on Burgundy. Ask your smart speaker to play us. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, that's a good one. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, 10:39. I'm Sean. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, we're having some fun today. We're also, you know watching uh the ongoing coverage uh uh with the maui wildfires and 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 uh, watching this stuff unfold before our eyes and the word i keep going back to is incomprehensible the destruction uh that these people are facing uh we're now dealing with uh, a number of 55 as far as those folks lost and uh obviously we suspect that number is going to get much higher uh here's alex alex how are you Doing well, brother. Thank you. Hey, what are you thinking? Um, well, it was great, the uh, the name game earlier. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was fun. So, yeah. Man, that reminds me of Carlin, uh, was it a, uh, when he was saying Chuck's steak, you know? Oh, right, right, right. So what do you, yeah. what are you were going to call about the fire? You want to talk about the fire or what? Yeah, man. You know, that was a pretty interesting uh, observation you made about, you know, fires. You know, they start on, uh, they start on an island. Could it be man-made? I'm not encouraging that thought, but man, that was an interesting point that you made. Well, I, an observation. I didn't know this, and I had to. I looked it up for myself because Jesse Waters was saying that most wildfires start because of s- humans. We we do somebody does something. Right. Uh, he mentioned they have a lot of. Uh, I, I have no idea if this has anything to do with the plants that people would bring in that are extremely flammable. You're or, spot on. Keep sure. going. Is that you know? So I I, yeah, not, I not I'm sure. just saying not that sure. I. You know, it, you I, we know, need to know how this started. Obviously, we're going to be a, we're a long way off from that, though. Yeah. So you know, no pun intended. I don't be I don't mean to be caring about the world too much outside my home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but, um, yeah, it was just it was a pretty pretty uh, uh, intuitive. So um, well, I hope I'm wrong. That, actually, you know, <laughs> I hope, so I hope I'm absolutely wrong. I really hope wrong. so too because. I hope so too, because I don't want to be rendered just as a youthful fool, being like, "Oh, it's it's this, it's that, it's right?" Something, you know, it's like one. I, I know, and Trey and I had the Trey, well, Trey and I had this moment on where and Rima off the air where we both, you know, admitted that we had had that thought immediately or pretty close to the finding out about this. Uh, 
you know, it kind of fits in there with a lot of this climate change stuff that you're hearing. And they're, uh, in fact, they're already blaming climate change for it. Interesting. Uh, so I, I do emphasize that because I was working with a musician from Hawaii, and I don't know where he stands in life right now, but I hope he's doing well. Yeah. So, um, you know. I hope everybody's doing, you know, uh, honestly. And I, I'm going to speak about that now for a couple of minutes. But, Alex, thank you for the call, brother. Uh, yeah, real quick, though. Um, sure. Man, they're turning, they're turning dirt roads into highways, so let's not forget what we know. <laughs> Y'all What's take it? Care. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, what did he mean by that? I'm not sure what he meant by that. Dirt roads into highway. I'm not sure. Um, well, I, I, you know, uh, watching this, uh, uh, again, we, we fully expect the number of folks lost to increase. Uh, this, this is ongoing. They're, 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 they're just now beginning. I was talking with the firefighters, uh, you know, the other day or the other morning, but the firefighters are really just sort of now uh, entering uh, the situation because you can't fight a raging wildfire of this size, you your main concern is just getting people out uh, and saving as many people as you can. And, uh, and I've known a couple of people who, 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 whose lives have been devastated by fire and they lost everything. And it, this is thin solace uh, for folks who are watching their entire world burn or uh, reduce to ashes before their very eyes. But if you're alive... You can start over. You know, they're, they're pretty much all the crap that we obsess on in life is replaceable, and uh, and you can uh, you can start over again. Uh, but the folks who have lost, who have been lost, you know, that's that's uh, uh, the part of it that kind of is in my head, and 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 watching the the, the coverage uh, unfold uh, because I I don't think you can really come up with a worse way for a human being to leave this world than through fire. And I can tell you that for a lot of folks who have lost someone to fire, as I know people who have, you know, it, it, the one thing that kind of haunts your mind is, well, what happened? Was it the smoke or the fire? Because 99.9% of the time, a person succumbs to the smoke, the lack of oxygen first, uh, before the fire comes. Uh, uh, because fire is just, God, yeah, it's, it's, it, it the, 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 I, I, you know, we've all seen people who have survived fires and have been physically burnt and the f- raw physical pain. I mean, you're talking about every single atom of your being just shrieking in pain. It's a horrible way to die. Uh, so again, thin solace for folks who have seen their entire world destroyed. Uh, but if you, for the folks who are able to to survive or did survive, you know, you, you, you will start over, you will rebuild, you will have a life again of some kind. Uh, but the, the folks who, who have been lost in something of this scope of this vastness, uh, you know, this reach, it's just, it, it does, it just kind of takes your breath away, man. Takes your breath away. Uh, God bless them. And and yeah, pray for them, uh, as much as you can. So you know, for me, the uplifting thing to see is when you watch the footage that we're seeing and you, you know, you feel the devastation. Yeah. But then they interview that one person who's just not giving up on any of it. Right. And just has a, a great disposition and says, you know what? We're just going to start over. Yeah. That's the Hawaiian. That's the Hawaiian mentality. Yeah. yeah. That, I would, I, I've it heard must that. be because yeah. you see that you're, you're hearing that a lot in, the, in what we're witnessing on TV and hearing uh, here uh, on, on the newscast that we air. Um you know, it's not people aren't throwing up their hands and say, well, I'm, you know, I'm going I'm done. Here. Yeah, it. that's it. You know, you know? No, tomorrow so, we start over. Start over again. Yeah, you I know? think I think Hawaiian and Texans get along great. We love barbecuing. <laughs> we love music. <laughs> yep. And they don't give up. We don't give up. Well, it's a it's a it's a singular human quality. Uh, and it's 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 as much crap as we talk about people and, and the human race, and you know, and. Yeah. Well, how screwed up people are, but yeah. the one quality about human beings is we always start over. Yeah, we always do. You and know? you know, and and doing what we do, we often are witness to the worst of humanity. Oh um, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and that's who you so, tend to focus on, yeah, unfortunately. And, and yeah, ninety percent of the time. But then you've got that small percentage of the of the people who we are talking about. So you know what? We just move forward. Yeah, it's know? it's an act. It's it's in and of itself the ability to just 
put it all in perspective and start yeah. over is a form of courage, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Just and know. the Hawaiian people don't want to live somewhere else. They don't want to relocate. Right, right. They don't no. want to come to the mainland unless no. it's necessary. Right, right. So, so they have to have that mentality of, okay, let's Sure, but I, but I also mean just in general as, as uh, you know, uh, a bunch of uh, critters on this ball in space. Yeah, that's <laughs> in, a, in a vast <laughs> amount of space, you know, yeah. uh, us human beings, we... Uh, we, we always persevere one way or the other. 210-599-55. And you're right, Hawaiians and Texans. <laughs> we really don't give up. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, they don't want to leave Hawaii. <laughs> Texans don't want to leave Texas. You're damn right, yeah. man. You're damn right, man. Uh, 210-599-5555. Good point, James. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. I get by with my friends. Can't beat it on the way to work. On 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. It's the weekend. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. I love that show, man. Jack Riccardi later. Jack Riccardi later on. I love that show. Uh, I, yeah, I, you know, it's it's a weekend, and I, I I I I'm at the point in my life where I just like I, I embrace doing nothing as much as possible. You know, there's a spiritual quality towards embracing doing freaking nothing. Uh, and I, I love hanging out my with, with my wife. You know, I just like hanging out with the old lady. <laughs> I might hear about that a little later on, but I, I dig just hanging out with my wife and, and spending time together. You know, uh, the kids are with their dad uh, for for a day or so, so it's just the two of us, and and I enjoy that. You are the only person I know who has come up with this plan or this idea that there is a spiritual connection. There is to doing nothing, to being slothful and lazy. Hey, Jesus would take off every now and again up into the hills and just hang out by himself and wouldn't tell anybody what he's doing. It's very nihilistic. It's not nihilistic, James. It is not nihilistic. Ooh, look at the big brain on James. Nihilistic. Right, yeah, where I come Mr. from. Mr. College degree there. Where I come from, they call that being a bump. Hey, listen. Nihil- <laughs> you know what? <laughs> right. Hey, listen. Nihilistic, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Dork. <laughs> um, point being. You just tossed that out there for him, didn't you, Jimmy? It's like, what, does ambiguity, what does ambiguity mean? I don't know. It can mean all kinds of things. <laughs> Um, <laughs> point being that I have I I I can't, I have, I have very little appetite for TV or movies anymore. I don't know why. I'm just going through this period. Well, right? I just don't want to sit through a freaking movie. Not very good. But I a lot of it's crap. But yeah. I I I I have embraced Hallmark. I have embraced my Hallmarkiness, or maybe it's just uh, what you, you, you've accepted Stockholm it syndrome that I just watch so much of it that I you know can't. Yeah. But I I really enjoy. I, I get a, I get a but, kick out of it. But, you know that makes sense though, because knowing how you are with being a creature of habit, <laughs> right? You know, just, you don't like to experience a whole lot of things that are new. Not you, anymore. You like the, I like used the, to. Not anymore. I couldn't give a crap anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Back I, to I'm your just, Stockholm. Blink twice if you need help. Let's see how you okay. <laughs> Help me. She doesn't. keeps forcing me to watch Hallmark movies. Yeah. Help me. So anyway, but I have sort of watched, you know, I don't, I, I don't mind sitting there and watching a Hallmark movie uh, while I'm reading a book or doing something else. My wife's right there. Yeah. I get home yesterday, and she's watching one, and I'm like, Are, is that who I think it is? She goes, yeah, because a lot of big stars or former stars or whatever, a lot of folks, especially folks we grew up with. Yeah. Are ending up in these Hallmark. I saw, uh, oh, who was the, uh, oh, John Savage, I saw, not John Savage. Uh, uh, Lee? Uh, uh, John, well, some actor that used to be a, a big villain guy in the 80s and 70s was now an older guy, and he's playing somebody's grandfather. And Ed Asner famously did a whole lot of Hallmark movies there. Right. And I come in, and I'm looking at him, and I'm going, is that, that's Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner. Oh, no kidding. The bionic man, the bionic, $6 million man and the bionic woman are in a Hallmark. That's a, it's a year or two old. Right. But it's them, and they're playing an older couple, meeting each other and falling in love. Mm-hmm. 
And they look great. I mean, they really, both of them look really freaking great. Excellent. And I just thought, well, that's cool, man. I mean, it must be kind of cool in the sense that when you kind of went, I mean, Lee Majors at one point, television-wise, was an A-lister. I mean, he was oh, yeah. the, the S. I mean, I mean Big we, Valley, $6 million man, how, uh, We sat there guy. all week waiting for the $6 million man to I, come on. That TV. was my favorite show when oh, I was a kid. here. And even as a teenager, I loved the freaking Fall Guy. It was the dumbest show in the world, but I loved it. Yeah, I didn't care for that one. But it was, you know, it was yeah. cheese, good cheese. But anyway, it must be kind of cool in, you know, this part of your life, this chapter of your life, mm-hmm. to have this whole new right. opportunity for you. Because a lot of people watch the, the Hallmark Channel is kicking ass right now. A lot yeah. of people watch it. Well, you know, who watches it? People of our age. Yes. And so who do they want to bring in that we can relate to? Lee Majors. Steve Austin, Steve the $6 Austin. million dollar man. Right. And, and the bionic woman. It Jamie was just, Summers. I, Jamie Summers. It was just yeah. really sweet. It was just really kind of cool. And, you know, it can't be it ain't, it ain't, it can't be like doing Shakespeare. I mean, it must be a fairly, it can't be, a, you're not, you don't have to stretch yourself all yeah. that hard. It's an easy paycheck. As an actor right. to be in one of these movies. It, I imagine it's kind of fun for him. You know, I saw sure. George Lopez in one. Uh, this is really funny, and this guy's better than a few. The lead singer for Train, whose name I can't even think of oh, right Pat, now. Pat Monahan. Pat Monahan, who's our age. He's a guy in his mid-50s, late-50s. And he shows up in these things all the time. And I, I, I don't know why. There's just something kind of cool about does he sing, that. Did he, did he play a, a singing of cookie course shop he owner? Sang, well, in the one I saw, he played um, uh, a guy who worked in a hotel or something. Right. And they kind of discover along the way that he can sing. Yeah. And so he ends up doing a few tunes. And right. it's him, man. I love that band. I mean, it's, yeah, me it's, it's him. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there was just something kind of cool about seeing Lee and Lindsay together again. I yeah. can't remember. Did they ever hook up in the series? I don't remember. I think there was a little hanky panky going on. I, what there. I mean is, did they get did the, did they actually get married in the show at some little point? ACDC going on? Not behind the scenes, man. Not doing grab ass <laughs> in between takes. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think mean, the on the series, didn't their characters hook up at some point? I think they had a kid. Hold on, I gotta... was he bionic? I don't know. Was he bionical? Because how that must have hurt. Anyway, <laughs> was his name Gunner? <laughs> that was Gunner Major, right? Gunner Austin. Now there's an oxymoron. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know. So yeah, I, I used to. I used to, frankly, uh, kind of uh, rib guys who who you know end up watching Hallmark movies with their wives, with their women. And and I would like to admit, for the record, I was wrong. I I'm so sorry to all you dudes. I made fun of and mocked for your love of of watching Hallmark with your women because I figured, well, they just beat you into it. But now, you know, I I understand. And and I'll tell you one thing, too. And this I think this is another reason why the Hallmark Channel is doing so well. Things suck right now on many different levels. I mean, the news is depressing at best on a daily basis. Life is very stressful. The economy sucks. I think people just like a happy ending. They just want to watch something. You know, that's not Oppenheimer. That's not something, uh, you know, incredibly heavy or whatever. It's just something that you can kind of sit back and watch and glaze over a bit. You know, there's going to be a happy ending. Right. I, I do upset my wife, though, because every time we're getting near the end of a Hallmark movie, you know what I always say? They're going to do it. <laughs> You're not going to see it, but they're going to do it. They're going to, the, the, the story, the, if they continued the movie, they'd be doing it. Just putting it out there. They did get married, by the way. Troopy huevos. Thank you, James. Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Mr. Troopy huevos. Happy birthday to you. <laughs>